Welcome back to another episode of the best of five. This time with appropriately working intros, with appropriately working graphics, and appropriately working, well, uh, attempting to appropriately be working Elon and an always incredible and hardworking Steve Ace King of Sucheric. Bam! Hey, yo. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. It's a uh, little may, late. May, may but Lord this Umbasa, is the first. yeah. May Lord Umbasa rest their soul. Uh, yeah, start off on a downer, Steve. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, this is for them. Thank you for resubscribing. Uh, Ferrari month. No, it's fifty, aka Ferrari month fifty. I think this is another reference that I don't know. Oh my god! All right, I'm dropping Scott Hall references and Fifty Cent references, and they're just going way over your head right now. Hey, I got the I got the Scott Hall one. It took me a while, but I got it. Well, well, I appreciate that you got there, but yeah. you, you got to be up on your fifty, Look, man. Steve, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. He did the Super Bowl. <laughs> he hung upside down. <laughs> Which I mean, look, I'll That's credit his to him. Thing. I'll credit to him. I can't do that. I don't. I think there's a lot of people that can't do that. So credit to him. Uh, but look, Steve, here's the thing. Full disclosure, I feel like ass. I started feeling like ass about an hour ago. So who knows how this show is gonna go? So I apologize in advance to everybody listening and watching and whatever else you're doing. However, before we even get started, Steve, you mentioned a Ferrari. We got to mention it. Formula One, Las Vegas, November 2023. They're going to move Evo to November as well. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to look cool, if nothing else. Dude, you know. They have to shut down the strip for an entire week. Oh, boy. Wah, wah. Yeah. Damn. And the race is going to be at night, so that'll be fun. But everything else, not going to be like, fun. Like, like, and it's seriously going to be on the strip. So you're going yeah. to have that visual of all the neon. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's going, if nothing else, it is going to look cool. Yep. You know what's really hilarious? I was looking at the track layout. Oddly enough, you know, the two casino, well, the three casinos that it's not going to, well, the couple casinos that it's not going to pass by. Is Mandalay Bay, <laughs> MGM, Luxor, and Excalibur. Like, those are off the track. <laughs> Everything else, fair game. And uh, apparently the start and finish line is going to be right at Caesars Palace, which is interesting. I guess they could history there. Yeah, I guess they couldn't uh, move the Bellagio Fountain to put on the paddock. <laughs> so, you know, I guess you take your wins when you get them. <laughs> It's all about taking wins. Anyway, we're we're talking about video games today, specifically fighting video games today, Steve. And, Allegedly. And here's the crazy thing is we've been up and down all, all around. March has been a weird month for everybody, so we haven't done the show in a couple weeks. Apologies on that. However, it's finally gotten to the point where there's so many news that we just we needed to do the show, whether we wanted to or not, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's whether the we March or not. Up the march of news waits for no man. Yeah, very true. And there's a lot we missed, and there's a lot we haven't missed. So that's cool. Um, but before we get to any of that, Steve, I believe that we need to do uh, something that we always do. An abbreviated version of uh, what we usually do. 
I hope it's going to work. Say the words, Steve. Let, let's hit you with that recap. Oh, yeah. We're we did it. <laughs> Sorry. Yay. <laughs> We're starting things out with uh, a cool Tekken event from this past weekend. Red Bull Golden Letters. This took place in London, and it was you had an open qualifier that was mostly UK players, and then you had several invited players in the finals as well. Unfortunately, uh, Arzel Nash was supposed to make it out. He had some visa issues, but you still had plenty of great competition. You had Joey Fury, you had Anakin, you had Super Akuma, but all of them at the end, looking up, at A.O. Richie, first major tournament win for Richie, and he did it the hard way. He beat all three of those top invited players. 3-1 over Super Akuma, 3-1 over Joey Fury, 3-1 over Anakin. Joey Fury came back through uh, losers to reset, but in the end, Richie holding it down for UK. So congratulations to him. Also, one event I wanted to pull up from last weekend uh, was Arc Revo America Finals. This was the end of the season circuit for Arc Revo America. Unfortunately, only six players as opposed to ten. Uh, as due to COVID concerns, uh, they were unable to fly in the qualifiers from Canada or Mexico. So, unfortunately, Cheeto... Excellencer, Remy Celeste, and Peppery Splash. Uh, they did get uh, the prize package uh, that all the other finalists uh, got, but they were not able to compete. Uh, but in the end, Hotashi, the moist one, gets the win, holding off Jonathan Tene in the grand final to take home the $10,000 first prize. Days getting 5K for third. Flash Metroid, 2500 for fourth. And that's it. We got to move on. We've, there's too much to talk about. We, right. we got to end this recap now. Okay, we're, we're moving on, Steve. The recap is it. It's starting over. No. No. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Ah, now we're done. Damn it. <laughs> It's okay. This is what happens when I'm sick. Uh, I got uh, sick brain. Uh, but thank you for the recap, as always, Steve. And that was a month a month recap, if you will. Uh, also, thank you, Zero Star, Shiggy Shank, Shayon, everybody hanging out in the chat. Thank you, the Mean Scene, being the only person to spam that new recap emote. The best emote on Twitch and the surrounding tri-state area. Uh, what are the other states? YouTube, Facebook, uh, Ustream. Now we're up to Quad State. Uh, hit, no. Uh, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What were you gonna say? No, what's Nico? Nico. That's Nico, what I wanted Nico. to say. Yeah, that's the Japanese one. Anywho, Steve, we, we gotta stop faffing about over here. Done, we got done, we got we got done. stuff to We're talk about, on. Steve. We got stuff to talk about. First of all, we gotta talk about the definitive topic, if you will. 
And that is that the final, well, maybe final, but the final definitive update for Street Fighter V has arrived. This is the game. It's finished. It's done. Unless something happens. <laughs> the, the even more definitive. Yeah. The, the definitive the, the, the definitive <laughs> And then they're going to have the definitive S after that. Uh, <laughs> and Omega definitive. Omega definitive. Speaking of Omega, Steve, you know what's crazy? The changes to this patch. There are a lot of crazy quality of life updates as well as a lot of wacky updates. Uh, and it kind of feels like it's very funny because there's a lot of things that Every, like everybody got to experience a little bit in the infancy years of Street Fighter V, and we can say infancy because now it's a full-blown toddler, right? Is that what that is when it's like five to six years old? I don't know. I no, no. It toddler is two to three. So arcade edition was toddler. Oh, okay. Uh, Champion edition, you you're into uh, geriatric. Geriat. Wow. That circle of life just sort of falls <laughs> off. I mean, it is the internet, Steve, and things move fast around here. It is, it, is, it is the internet and things move fast. However, it's very funny that there are a lot of things that got added that have existed or existed as far back as the beta for Street Fighter V. Uh, and now we're finally in the game. It's almost like... And there's a couple of changes in there that are very cheeky. Uh... And it's weird that I'm saying the word cheeky and then talking about Armika. I apologize. But uh, you do not th- apologize. I do. You, you, I do. You uh, 100% meant that. Nope. Uh, one of the crazier changes is her Irish whip now bounces, like makes people bounce off of mid screen. And that was something that was removed that kind of all, like, basically killed that character. <laughs> because she had all this pressure that she could do in the mid range. Uh, and. They took that away, and now all of a sudden it's back, and I'm seeing a lot of a lot more Armika players coming out of the woodwork. Uh, it's almost like they were like, "Oh, we weren't in control of the game. Sorry. Here, have this back. We like this." Uh, yeah. Do Do we have the trailer for this? Do we? We should. Okay. Uh, there were all the trailers. Oh, it's almost like you prepared this entire thing for us, Steve. I I might have. Yeah, so uh, I got to be completely upfront with everybody. Ever since this came out, I've been playing Street Fighter V every day. <gasps> and that is something that has not happened since, I think, 2018, 2017, maybe? No, since 2017. 2017 is when I stopped. Uh, but look at this. We got Poison doing crazy juggles. We got Alex having finally an Alex trailer. <laughs> Alex is finally just... in the game. Uh, Akuma's got some crazy stuff. Gil is a character. Finally. It took him long enough. Rose has OTGs. It's like Marvel. I mean, it's it's wild. It's wild. This is It feels kind of like Omega Mode. Oh, and Yurian died. <laughs> There's no more Yurian. <laughs> <laughs> he got erased. Yeah, they took away his so, one invincible reversal and he's gone. So uh, that Alex may live. Yeah, and Jury. Jury has a restand? Could you imagine this? A restand in Street Fighter, Steve? 
Hen has Shoryukens again. Kage has a real fireball. And he can combo off of his super. Bison has target combos. Sakura now has crazy juggles. Blanca is still a jerk. Guile can do crazy wacky shenanigans. It's 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 a bloodbath. Ryu is a character again. He can he can do a DP into his V trigger two into a super. That's wild. Anyway, uh, they also added some filter settings. I'll be honest, I have not touched those. However, the cell shading looks pretty cool, Steve. I am a sucker for cell shading. However, Steve, there's a big issue. You see on the bottom right over there, it says offline mode only. That sucks. I I wonder if that's an uh, issue with uh, horsepower, the horsepower it takes to run it, because I don't see how this would impact gameplay. Yeah, maybe maybe it's one of those things where they weren't able to figure out how to get one person using one filter and another person using another filter. Steve, this is the big problem. It feels like we're in Fremont Street right now, looking up at the sky with all these pixels. Fremont Street is the place with the giant LCD screen. Like, here's the biggest part. Everybody gets tracks through colors. Yeah, it's about dang when, time. When, when we get back to the Intel World Open, you you have free reign of color now. That's, mm -hmm. and, that's the biggest. And Cap Jam, the employee band for Capcom, finally got their music into the game. I'll be honest, I thought it was already in here, so it's wild to me that they didn't have it until now. I think they I think they begged the Capcom president like this entire time and they never let up. Like please, please. Uh. And, and it's available March 29th, which was 7 days ago, Steve. And by 7 days ago, I mean 4 days ago. And by 4 days ago, I mean not 4 days ago. It was available on Tuesday. Which is 2 days ago. Yep. Uh, Alon, I got to give you a hug. You need a hug. Nah, uh, it's all right. We're we're getting through it. Uh, but dude, look, I've been playing, uh, Karen died. Karen has, like, she, her main button, her crouching medium kick, is now what Ryu's sweep used to be in the beta. It's, it's out there forever, it feels like. It's so slow. It's so difficult. Uh, yeah, that's scary. She, like, people, it's, it's crazy because, like, all of the changes kind of make sense, Steve. Um... Especially the fact that Geef is also no longer a character in this game. And to channel the the spirit of Sharpie, who is no longer with us on the show, she's still very much alive. Sorry, that wording was a little bit weird. I apologize. Well, uh, she did have a rough plane ride right this weekend. Yeah, very true. But, but she is home safe, so we're, it's good. But anyway, to channel the spirit of Sharpie, uh, whenever Zangief gets nerfed, everybody else rejoices. So, But the issue is... Abigail is really good now, and that sucks, because uh, that character is hard to fight against from a Karen player. Uh, Alex is difficult to fight against f from my perspective. It's it it's kind of like giving this game an entire new breath of life, and it's a very drastic patch that I think everybody was kind of secretly hoping for but never got. Right. And I feel like the the way they went about it, it's just it feels like they decided to go crazier. Mm -hmm. with a lot of things they gave the, the it was almost like the first couple of years of this game's life they were concerned about throwing too much at you and then as the game has grown and matured then they start to get a little more wild and wacky with the things you can do which 
it, it you know it's good to see now it really is because it feels like this can still be a very entertaining game to play this can still be a very entertaining game to watch mm-hmm. which is not something we could always say about street fighter 5 yeah it's it's one of those things where uh i feel like capcom for the longest time was listening to the player base too much and here's what I mean. What I mean by that, a lot of people were like, "Oh, Street Fighter Four. There's not enough footsies. You just focus, and you got ultra blah 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 blah." So it looked like they tried to make Street Fighter Five a more neutral-based game that everybody could understand the neutral. But people, gamers, and competitors, being who they are, they don't know what they want. Right, like they know they want something, but they don't know how to explain what they want. So once that switch to Street Fighter Five happened during launch, setting aside all the issues that it had at launch, everybody was like, "Man, this game feels too bare bones. There's nothing to do. There's no focus." Right now, finally, I think we're getting to a point where everybody's feeling more comfortable with the game and not like comparing it to past games. And it's kind of like finally got its own life. And on top of that, I think, I hate to say this, ever since Ono left, it feels like they've been taking more risks in a good way. Well, it, well, I, two things. One, on that point, I don't think it's necessarily because Ono's gone or because someone new is in charge. I think it's because the last couple years have been about the end of Street Fighter Five. Like, you'll remember Street uh, Season 5 came about because we had 2020 happen. And now, so that sort of pushed back the focus on maybe Street Fighter Six. Well, we now know it's Street Fighter Six, but mm-hmm. it pushed back the focus on whatever was coming next. So now they had a little more time to spend with this game that they maybe weren't expecting. So now they're like, okay, let's just go a little crazier with it. Um, so there's that. The other thing is, I, I feel like it wasn't a issue of focus, or necessarily not having focus with the, when the game launched. Uh, I feel like there was a disconnect between what was promoted, or what the game was released as, and what the game was promoted as. Because if you'll remember... It was all about getting new players in the door. You know, we're, we're simplifying some things so that new players can come in and it's not just about the tournament goers. It's not just about the people going to Evo and, and Combo Breaker and what have you. That's what the focus, that's what the promotion was all about. But it launched in a state where there wasn't really anything to do aside from play regular matches, and, uh, you know, watch replays, a.k.a. the stuff that only tur- that is all about what tournament players want to do. Mm-hmm. So there was that disconnect that I feel like that didn't really serve the game all that well in its first year of life or so. Right, and that's what I was saying. A lot of people were asking for clear neutral, right? Oh, you can't whiff punish anything. Street Fighter 4, you can't do anything in Street Fighter 4. And I'm talking from the competitive end, right? There's a lot of people that were super upset. And this is when Elena came out, right? <laughs> like, Elena came well, out and the that, game died. That's a, that's a whole issue altogether. Uh, <laughs> Elena came out, and then I, I still... I don't think I'll ever forget this, Steve. I was watching uh, 
one of the one of the last qualifying tournaments of Ultra Street Fighter Four in. Uh, it was either in Europe or the UK, and Cien went because he wanted to qualify for Capcom Cup, and Logan and F Word were on commentary. And Logan goes, Cien has assured me he's not going to pick Elena for this tournament. And then Cien gets reset in the grand finals and picks Elena, and that, that was it. The tournament was over. Like, they didn't even commentate the rest of the match. <laughs> like, and hearing them so upset, I was like, wow. Glad it's not just me. <laughs> I mean, Elena was strong, but Elena... The, my biggest problem was Elena was strong in such an unentertaining way. Yeah. Well, but I think if you make if you make healing a super instead of an ultra, I think that fixes a lot of problems. But that's going into another. Dude, I remember when like the shift of like what was it? It was Gamer B versus Infiltration, or was it Momochi versus Infiltration? I forget when it was where like everybody really saw that Elena, like absorbing fireballs with focus to get that ultra meter, like was a problem. <laughs> Uh, man. I think but anyway. it was. It might have even been Gamer B Momochi. Was it Gamer B Momochi? Okay. Oh, and then Gamer B won, and then he played Infiltration, and then they had the pausing. No, issue. no, 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 no. The grand final was Gamer B uh, Momochi. So oh, okay. I had that reversed. Okay, so, so he beat Infiltration. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Street Fighter Five. Sorry, I went down memory lane for a little bit. Uh, new. At the end of the day, look. All we can say is this. There is new life into this game. I've been playing again. I've been having some fun. Uh, even when I... I, there, I played Blanca yesterday. There's a guy who goes by ATX Exit. I don't know who, who the hell you are. Stop it. It's so frustrating to play against him. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost yesterday. I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. And then I played him again today. Uh... Also, like, yeah, you know, there's just one of those times where you just lose, and it's like, well, <laughs> I guess that's it for me. Uh, but even through all that, and I was afraid that maybe I was liking the game again just because I hadn't played it in a long time, and, like, I've unburned myself out, and then I was going to burn myself out again. After playing it for a couple of days, I'm still hungry, man. I'm still, like, I had it open before I realized it was like, oh, it's best of five time. So, you know, uh, that's never a bad thing. What, what do you think, Steve? Are you have you seen anything? Uh, have you like watched any tournaments, or have you seen all the crazy shenanigans people have been posting on Twitter? I am going to be honest; I have not. Uh, I've got a couple of things going on in my life that mm -hmm. are that's taken up a bit more of my attention. So uh, I'm hoping to get that settled and then get some serious time in. Um, but. Yeah, it's okay, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I'm look, sorry. At the I, end I, I failed you all. I no, failed no. you all. Steve, look, at the end of the day, after after Tuesday? No. Anyway, after this week, all everybody <laughs> everybody all everybody wants to talk about is <laughs> Will Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. Uh, let's be real. It's okay. Uh, you can be obsessed with that whole exchange. I'm a little bit upset that people think that <laughs> that stuff's fake. But anyway, we're we're gonna leave that stuff aside. Uh, let's, let's let's keep it rolling here. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> Look, Steve, things happened since we've last been here, uh, including another announcement by Street Fighter Five and CPT, and that is this little uh, this little do do doobly do right here. 
Wait, is there not a Dupli trailer? Dupli. Yeah. Oh, yeah. here we go. Uh, there's not a trailer, but there is. We do have graphics, Steve. There, there are things here. So, details for CPT 2022 finally got announced. Uh, I could have sworn there was a CPT trailer. Anyway, my it's look. There's it's probably there, and I just skipped it because I'm an idiot and sick, uh, and dumb. Uh, but anyway, all that aside, no, there there was no trailer because it's basically CPT is a thing. Okay, so great, but CPT is <laughs> a thing. CPT is a thing. Look at this thing. Steve made it. Uh, so, so Steve did make it. Uh, so Capcom did announce that there would be a Capcom Pro Tour 2022. Uh, big shock, I know. Uh, they did announce the first details of this season's uh, campaign. First off, you're going to have a Capcom Cup with 48 players, which would be even bigger than the 40 that was proposed for the 2020 season that unfortunately got canceled and that's bigger than the 32 that we've normally had yes so going from 32 to 48 a la the world cup uh by the way usa usa how about canada Reading, canada, canada. Canada. you know what canada hats off to you you guys absolutely deserved it best team in the in uh concacaf yep uh, i'm time. just glad i'm just glad we didn't italy it <laughs> anyway, CPT. <laughs> All right, you had, you had your time with F1. No, Let I, me I get, get my it. 45 seconds of soccer. No, I get it. I get it. And look, at the end of the day, another thing that happened on Twitter is the Nigeria-Ghana match garnered a lot of, a lot of controversy because of the hashtag. <laughs> that was an oh, unfortunate, <laughs> unfortunate hashtag. <laughs> What's really interesting about that is Nigeria's abbreviation is actually NGA. Mm -hmm. So yep. it should have been NGA, G-H-A, mm -hmm. instead of just the first three letters of Nigeria followed yep. by G-H-A. Um, I will let you spell that out. CPT. No, I will not. <laughs> you will not. I might. Please do. No, I won't. Or feel free. Um, to, you know what? I, I'll spell half of it. I'm waiting. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> CPT. <laughs> God. Oh, man. We are going to get so demonetized. They'll monetize us just to demonetize us. Speak, uh, by the way, speaking of monetizing, I do, I do feel like I need to bring this up. <laughs> We're never going to talk like this show is never going to end, Steve. We're going to be here forever. Uh, if you don't know, we have a YouTube channel. And it's uh, youtube.com forward slash best of V show, just like everything else. Uh, if you guys want to go over there, give us a little. Uh, like, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, first of all, hi. Know that you are appreciated as much as everybody else here in the chat. I know chat. It's sometimes when you hear Equality, it feels like oppression, but it's not. Uh, did I just go to anyway? YouTube, you, YouTube, we we've gone in some different YouTube. directions. <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> I'm sick, there's no filter up here. Uh, YouTube, subscribe, will you do the YouTube stuff? Hit the thumbs up, will you? And then, uh, hit the, hit the notification bell. <laughs> 
to, to make sure that you know when uh, YouTube videos are uploaded. Because, hey, guess what? We're going to upload stuff to YouTube. And not just the show. Well, I mean, from stuff from the show, but not just the show in its entirety. We're working towards that. Anyway, speaking of monetization, subscribe to our YouTube. Speaking of other monetization, Capcom Pro Tour 2022. <laughs> we'll get through this eventually. So, if you remember the format that was initially announced uh, for 2020, you remember that there were three paths to qualify. There was the online path, the offline path, and what was called the World Warrior path, which sounded very similar to uh, the dojo system for from Tekken World Tour, the Daredevil events from the Arc Revo World Tour uh, with community opt-in. Uh, those three paths are what's going to take uh, be part of CPT 2022. So the online premieres, there will be 19 of them, uh, one per region. So there will not be, unlike this year where it was, you know, Japan had four events, each U.S. region had two. Everyone gets one online event, and that is it. Uh, the winner qualifies directly for Capcom Cup. Uh, the top four finishers will each get a share of the prize pool, which is going to be $5,000 per event. Uh, there was no mark about whether or not that would apply to Brazil or other places where there were uh, specific laws against uh, awarding prizes for video games due to gaming laws. So... That remains up in the air. Hopefully that is something that Capcom's been able to work with local authorities to resolve. Um, two nations that will not take part, or at least two, um, Russian and Belarus. Uh, those play players from those regions will not be allowed uh, to compete, quote, until the current crisis has been resolved, end quote. Mm-hmm. Um, also, unfortunately, uh, North Africa. No mm. events in North Africa. You get, do have representation of Middle East. South Africa is there, but um, no North Africa, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, Steve, Which kind of stinks. That does suck, but I do want to point out uh, the World Warrior events. Like, having, having access to getting points to this stuff through your locals is pretty great. Right, Steve? I think, I think undoubtedly... Tekken Dojo system has proven that that's an amazing thing, and I'm so happy that Capcom is implementing it. However, I'm not happy that they're implementing it and trying to get local scenes to grow after putting out the license that stifles everything. <laughs> that is Ooh, that is a point of contention. Capcom, um, baby, <laughs> one step forward, two steps back. Actually, that was two steps back, three steps forward, and then the Street Fighter V update, which was about five steps forward. So they're ahead. Um, but yeah, um, that will be. There will be details on that announced later. There will also be details announced on the offline premieres. Mm -hmm. uh, all that they have said is that the winner qualifies for Capcom Cup. Uh, it is unclear whether there will be any sort of point system or global leaderboard. Um, no events announced for that. Everything that has been announced thus far is an uh, the offline or the online majors, mm -hmm. the online premieres. Let me get the terminology right. And we actually have a list of those. Yeah, those kick, yes, those kick off 
uh, on April 30th with North America West. Uh, North America East is going to be uh, closing things out in December 3rd. So that first weekend. Uh, and you see the rest of the, the slate on your screen there. Um, interesting to point out, we have no idea about offline events that are part of it. But if you look at the final weekend in May, which is when Combo Breaker is, there's no online event there. If you look at the final weekend of June when CEO is, there's no online event there. If you look at uh, EVO, there is no online event there. So I think those three events are pretty solid bets to be part of of the Capcom Pro Tour in 2022. But again, we have no official confirmation on that as of yet. Yep. Steve, can you do me a favor? Sure. I'm going to put up that Anything graphic one more you. time. I need you to go over it one more time, a.k.a. do one of these. Okay. Do that. Here it is. Let's go through the full schedule. So it kicks off on April 30th with North America West. Then the first two weekends of May, you have UK, Ireland, and France, Spain, Portugal. Uh, June, the first two weekends there are North America Midwest and Japan, respectively. Then we take a couple weeks off to July 9th for South America West, Asia Southeast on the 16th, and Central America East on the 23rd. Uh, kicking it off a uh, couple weeks off, and then we hit Australia on August 13th, uh, Central America West on August 20th, South Africa the following weekend, and Brazil the first weekend of September. We close September on the on September 24th with the Nordic and Baltic region. Then we've got four weeks in a row starting October 15th which, with Asia, then EU West, Middle East, and Asia East on November 5th. Couple weeks off before we hit Thanksgiving weekend for EU East, which is the penultimate event, and we close things off, as I mentioned, uh, with NA East on December 3rd. So the U.S. kicking things off, the U.S. shutting it down, grand opening, grand closing. And yes, that's a Jay-Z reference, so that doesn't go over your head. Thank you, Steve. I damn near pee myself, so thank you for doing that. <laughs> You're, you, I did not need to know that, but I'm glad I was able to help. Yep. Um, and just so you know, I arrived right on time. So it was perfectly measured out. Good job, Steve. You're a professional and a scholar and an amazing human being. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a little out of breath because I had to run. Steve. That's okay. Steve. Yes. That's not the only thing that happened while we were gone. No, that's just Street Fighter. That's mm -hmm. just Street Fighter. There's other games. Steve. Other games exist. When the Arc Revo World Tour ended with Arc Revo America, which we covered in the recap earlier. There was some announcements, Steve. There's a lot of announcements. Uh, I, one or two. One or two. There were a couple things. Couple let's, things. Let's start with uh let's start with this one, shall we? Ah What in the world? Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> 
that's uh that's show business all right um there we go let's start let's start with this one oh now the audio doesn't want to work dnf duel steve remember this game i do remember this game i remember it fondly look at this guy I really enjoyed the beta, and I hope we get another chance to play it again. Oh, oh gotta... wait! Well, who's next, Steve? It's Arc Revo World Tour. That's who's next. Dungeon Fire, Dungeon DNF Duel. Oh, it's that lady. June twenty eighth. We have a release date. There's a lot that just happened right there. Steve. So yeah, end of June. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy you got to play the beta. I did not, unfortunately. But, Steve, that's not the only thing they announced. No. no. There you go. You have another chance. Uh, so there is an open beta test this weekend. Tomorrow, Steve. <laughs> tomorrow. It kicks off tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way to Monday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you get 60 hours of time to play uh, with this new, with this second version of the beta. I am definitely going to be. Uh, hopefully, it, it 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 opens up right away, and I'm not losing the time I was that first. That first beta, where you could, you know, move your avatar around, but you couldn't enter a match, which is kind of important. I remember playing matches. I think I think I was watching Justin Wong, and he would get into a room and then move for like a millisecond and then get stuck to the point where he started calling for help. Uh, yeah. So, but hey, you know, at least it's a beta, which means if that was full release game, then maybe that would have been an issue. Not mean. But Steve. DNF Duel is all f fun and games. I mean, it is a game, and it is fun. But there was even more announcements, Steve. And it's this one. Users interact. <laughs> that, that's the rating. <laughs> Arc Revo World Tour 2022 is now worth over $100,000. Featuring both... Guilty Gear, Strive, that one, and this one that we just talked about, Steve. It was in the other trailer. DNF Duel. More major announcements to come. So again, we we don't, like CPT, we don't have a schedule for this. Uh, we don't have a ton of details outside of what was announced initially, but mm -hmm. we're getting another Pro Tour for Guilty Gear players. Yep. We're That's... getting a pro tour for for uh DNF dual players. I'm I'm happy. People have a chance to make a little money and and get some spotlight out of this. $100,000 per game. Was it per game or I thought I'm pretty it was sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. We have to double check right. that, but I'm pretty sure I saw that it was per game. Hey Google. I'm pulling it up right now. Is Arc Revo World Tour 2022 prize money f per game or 
total. I am seeing both. It gave me a it gave me a result for golf clash. That's thanks great. Google. I, I I've seen some sources say. I, I would have because the trailer says over one hundred thousand, and they did not specify per game. That would be something that I, I think they would emphasize if that were the case. So I do feel it's a fifty thousand per game. We'll have price. to see when it comes. Uh, speaking of sources, Steve, uh, I have like I have the, the the breaking news alert going off in my headphones right now, and it is that uh, Kwanzai has resubscribed for fifty two months. Which is longer than you. Just to show me up. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Thank you, Kwanzai. I... Much appreciated. We I'll do see. appreciate that. We appreciate everyone who shows support to us, uh, you know, being in chat, subscribing to us on YouTube, subscribing to us on Twitch. We, you know, anything you do uh, that lets us know that, that what we do is something you enjoy, we really appreciate it. I thought you were going to go into, like, a Shakespearean, like, monologue over there. Like, what's the, the old guy from Hamlet? Whatever you do, or whatever you do, be true to thine self. To thine self be true. That's the line. Sorry, my brain's broken. Um, Kwanzaa got his pizza. About dang yeah. time. Two, oh. We got two of the pizzas satisfied. Sick. Uh, Onomisu! Oh, using their Twitch Prime. Thank you, Onomisu, for using that Twitch Prime. Golf clap for you. Absolutely. Golf clap for Onomisu, uh, which also reminds me, uh, if you... Sorry. <laughs> I was watching Steve's camera focus, and it unfocused my brain. Uh, that, was a, that was a good line. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. By the way, if you have Amazon Prime, that means you also have Twitch Prime. So if you are here and you didn't know that, there is a subscribe button, and you can click subscribe with Prime. And you may as well use it here because you're going to forget about it when you leave. Right? So might as well make put that money to good use, like uh, us buying these microphones, which will be traveling with us to Combo Breaker in May. And we'll be doing a show from Combo Breaker, which is very exciting. I can't wait. I was thinking about that today. That's exciting. Steve. My brain's all over the place. I keep like going on tangents. It's it's rough in here, but that's okay. But you know what else? You know what else was announced at Arc Revo? <laughs> I know what you are trying to do with that seg, and I appreciate work. that you that you changed directions with it. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like uh, one of those Segway tours, and like the, me, the person in the back just fell over. Uh, anyway, there's also this trailer. This one doesn't interact with others. Oh, it's Guilty Gear related. Season 2! Who did not see this coming? Four new characters, though. And crossplay! That's like the big important one, right? Crossplay is huge because it doesn't exist right now, and it will. By now. <laughs> Marketing. Whoops, whoops, so, whoops, whoops, whoops. There we go. The fact that we have, you know, we're seeing crossplay. It, it it's it's great to see a pro consumer move mm -hmm. out of uh out of a company because so often we you know, they don't really how much do they gain really by going crossplay? 
how ma- how many more copies are they going to sell by going cross play after launch? You know, if this was something they were selling uh, initially, like okay, you know, you don't have to have Steam. You don't or if you don't have Steam, you can get it on PSN. If you don't have PSN, you can get it on Steam. That's a selling point. Now, I don't know how many more of those customers you're going to bring in, but it's still nice to see. Here's the thing, Steve. It is a season two, right? I'm expect now. I'm expecting this crossplay thing to be an update to people who already own the game, right? Because usually with battle passes, it's optional. Uh, now they do have to sell that. Uh, they still have to sell the game, especially when something like season two comes out, right? Like imagine all the people who are like, no bike and no buy, except with another character, right? Uh, now all of a sudden there's four more characters coming up. They gotta, they gotta advertise that, right? Like. The, the the current player base is great, but there can always be more, Steve. That's the power of capitalism. There can always be more to bleed from all the, <laughs> the other people. Ah, uh, where am I going? Anyway. You need a hug. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, Steve, Bring that's not in. the Bring only thing, Steve. We'll, we'll hug it out when we get to Combo Breaker. Also, by the way, I've been saying I'm sick, and I am. I took a COVID test right before the show negative so we're good i might take another one tomorrow uh anywho steve that's not the only that's not at, 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 at all that's no there's still more but yeah, wait there's, there's more a big one a big one too but wait there's more this one also doesn't interact I'm with others dressed for a party sorry to intrude oh boy well, I shouldn't say that. Oh. Well. Uh, gender's a spectrum. Was that, <laughs> was that intentional? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Testament. With a super duper amazing redesign. I think people were clamoring for this character and they finally got it. And they drink tea. So, hey. Nothing bad. Uh, I've been so I've been seeing a lot of people doing some really, really, really cool stuff with Testament. She's got they've. Sorry, I'm really bad with pronouns. I apologize. It's not it's it's not intentional. It's just me being an idiot. They have the Gargos fists. They have invincible supers. They have a Raven, and they have a super that includes Succubi. What's not to love, Steve? It's just a cool character. It's a cool design. You know. Elegant Grim Reapers do not come along every day. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so, uh, that's and that's a wrap for season one. Yeah. So it's a good thing they announced season two. It's uh, usually the time to do it. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, funny things to note: uh, the new stage is the White House. Appa- I haven't seen it myself, but apparently Bill Clinton's in there somewhere, uh, which I find pretty funny. Now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they included him in NBA Jam, so Mm -hmm. he can be in any game. Yeah. Uh, Now, Steve, something did really kind of upset me over this character being released. And it was kind of like, you know, the fighting game community is a place that is known for being very welcoming. However, every once in a while, like, like, the bigotry rears its ugly head, right? 
Uh, and the amount of transphobic shenanigans that I saw over this character is kind of upsetting. Uh, and, man, am I going to say this? I, I guess I have to say it because I asked if I was going to say this. So, here's the situation. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I used to be an educator. I, I was an assistant band director for about four years before I moved over here to Austin. And I had two students who were trans, but were so stifled uh, to the point where, you know, they're no longer here with us. So the fact that this became a huge talking point and it became such a problem is extremely upsetting. Uh, and I think straight up it's So if we're going to be known for to be this community that is very welcoming, uh, I think we really need to put up or shut up because if this if this is what we are and honestly it's 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 broader than you know the fgc in general uh and we have amazing people who are super opening and it is uh it is uh trans uh what's today trans visibility day trans visibility day so i've been seeing a lot of really cool stuff uh posted and look you can say sorry to me but man i don't even know like about their family and everything else. But anyway, point is, uh, if we're going to be known for this community uh, as this community that's very inclusive, time to put up or shut up. Especially when we live in a country where people don't like they're especially when we live in a country where that is like them existing is controversial, and it shouldn't be. So, that's f***ed up. I'm sorry to say the bad word, but I think it needs to be said. Say what's on your heart, man. Anyway, uh, sorry that I got a little real there, but I f that was something that like really, really, really hit me. Dude, dude, so. dude, dude. This is, this, is, this is your show. This is my show. This is if whatever you need to say, whatever you want to say. Don't ever apologize for it. Anyway, um, so I, so so if we haven't explicitly made it clear, uh, but testament is non-binary. Mm -hmm. um, Steve, Steve, here so, here's the cool stuff. Testament as a character is non-binary. The where is it? I have it here. Uh, the, the Japanese voice actress is yes. female. Is you the, no, the the Japanese voice actress is Yu Kobayashi, who is from Attack on Titan. For those of you that watch it, I don't, but Sasha is uh, who they voice. They also voice Nina Williams. They also voiced people in uh, Smash Ultimate, uh, Arcana Heart, Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, Grand Blue. Not the fighting game, but the big game. The voice actor for Testament in the U.S. is Kaylee McKee. If you don't know who Kaylee McKee is. Uh, she does the English dubs on Jujutsu Kaisen, which is another anime that I have not watched, and Genshin Impact. Kaylee McGee is trans, and having that representation in the form of a voice actor is so ridiculously important for all of the other stuff that I was saying before, right? Uh, representation is so ridiculously important, and the fact that they got someone who is trans to voice this character is nothing short of amazing, so I'm a big fan. And the voice is cool. Absolutely. You know, we, we could throw it, you could talk about uh, inclusion and representation, and if it's just, you know, just token representation, it, it I don't think it adds anything. Kaylee did a great job with this. 
-hmm. You know, the Japanese voice is cool. The the English voice is cool. Uh, Here's what I'll say on this. And obviously, this is not something that that touches me nearly as much as it has touched you in your life. But I feel like it shouldn't matter. Right. This absolutely should not be a thing. Um, on even on the most base level, it's like it's just a pixel, and it's it, all the pixels are covered up. It, it doesn't matter. The the fifty fifty doesn't change because <laughs> of how they express their gender. The fifty fifty doesn't change because of what is down there. You're getting hit with it because you suck at blocking, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I, I that sounded much cooler in my head than it did <laughs> coming from my mouth, and I apologize. Yeah, no, it's all good. However, at the end of the day, this character is badass, and they're great. And what I'm really upset about, like, yes, I'm upset about all the stuff that I spoken about earlier. Uh. Yes, I'm upset about a lot of other things as they've been sneaking into this uh, wreck of an episode. Uh, or maybe this is the greatest episode of all time. I guess it, uh, I guess it depends on who you are uh, or what you like. Uh, one thing that really upset me is ever since this new update, I can't play Guilty Gear Strive. I don't know if anybody else has been running into this issue, but it just does not recognize my arcade stick. And it's sad. I'm very sad about it. And it's really funny because I'll open up Strive, I'll hit my arcade stick, nothing will work. I'll play with the keyboard, and the keyboard registers very well. Uh, then I'll close Strive and open up Street Fighter Five, and it works perfectly fine. So something's up with this new update of Strive on Steam, and I hope they fix it. Uh, by the way, you were talking about Bill Clinton? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake2XR in chat threw a link to uh, Ultima's Twitter, and they have the image of... A picture in the the reborn lighthouse, mm-hmm. the new stage. Uh, that isn't explicitly Bill Clinton, but it's real, real, real damn close. Mm-hmm. So, Look, I'll, I'll I'll throw I'll throw that in the YouTube version right now, and nice, then it's gone. Oh damn it! Um, but yeah, so cool things all around. Uh, Breath of fresh air for uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Steve, there's one thing I forgot to mention. Uh, And I think I will mention it. Did we? Okay, I don't think it's in here. Uh, Hold on, is it in here? What's what's this trailer? Hold on. I, I already forgot a bunch of stuff. However, I, I uh, did not do my normal naming for the trailers, and I apologize. For no, that. no, 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 it's not, it's not your fault. We, li- I literally played it, and I don't remember what it was. However, with this new update and with this new season coming out, I'm not sure if it's out now or if it's coming later. There is going to be a diorama mode in Guilty Gear Strive. Now, I, I was reading up. Steve and I got together yesterday to like iron out what we were going to talk about, and. I saw this diorama mode where you can choose scenery, you can place characters in it, you can change lighting, you can add filters, but you can't play them online. Uh, and you can essentially make a really cool like diorama 
within Guilty Gear. Now, Steve, my first thought was, hey, let's see if we can get people to recreate best of five in this diorama mode. That didn't work out. However, however, there would be, Steve, no matter if we had X number of entrants, we would have X number of Nagoriyukis in that. Sorry. Even when you say it again, it's one Ugh. to one ratio. <laughs> but he has hair, Steve. Uh, anyway, I don't think that's what people are going to be looking at. <laughs> I, I know, I'm kidding. Oh, man. Anyway, so after me stepping on that landmine, uh, Steve and I, well, Steve decided, and I agreed wholeheartedly. No, that, no, you decided, I agreed. Oh. Okay, that we're going to have a competition, a pizza yeah. competition, if you will, to keep within the, uh, within the uh, theme of the show and pizza, because pizza is always good, except if you grew up in the Northeast and then moved to Texas, then pizza's not so great, uh, and if you live in the Midwest. Uh, <laughs> dude, the face change was so good. Uh, anywho, we're going to have a diorama competition. Have we been keeping track of all the pizza bets? Yeah, I think we're, I think we're we're square on them, right? Yeah, yeah. I squared cool. up with you, and uh, and I squared up with the audience, or we squared up with the audience. Sorry, I squared up with the audience. No, I sent you forty dollars, so, Steve. Well, I spent sixty. So, anyway, diorama contest. <laughs> all right then, Mister Moneybags. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> dude, this this episode is officially broken. Uh, it I think it was broken before it started, Steve. Uh, but anyway, diorama competition. I, I'm not 100 percent sure if this diorama mode is out now. I wish I did, but I can't play Guilty Gear because my stick no, doesn't work on it. It is. It, it is. is sick. Yes. All right, here's the thing. Here's the sitch, everybody. If you have Guilty Gear, which I'm pretty sure you do. If you're watching this show. If you don't, that's still okay. But I'm sorry you can't participate unless you get a copy of Guilty Gear. We would like you to create a diorama. No strings attached. Create it. Be creative. Have fun. Make something that looks super badass and is super amazing. And submit it when we set up something for it. Which we don't have set up just quite yet because I forgot about this until we started talking about it. Uh, submit the name of the diorama that we can then look up on the Guilty Gear Network or whatever it's called. And we will pick, or we will have the audience pick a top three, and then Steve and I will pick a winner. And the winner wins, guess what? A pizza? A pizza, Steve. So if you have Guilty Gear and you like the dioramas, you too can enjoy a pizza on us. For the low price of creating something badass that everybody loves. And if you don't win, then nobody loves the thing you created. And you should feel ashamed. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Wow. That's the teacher that, in me talking. That is... <laughs> that is uncalled for. Is it, Steve? And it hasn't even happened. <laughs> anyway, all joking aside, Diorama Contest. We'll have more information on that soon when we figure it out. Uh, most likely you could check on the Twitters, which you can see scrolling conveniently on this cool ticker that I made. 
Twitter.com forward slash best of show. And you can also go to YouTube.com forward slash best of show. You can also go to SoundCloud.com forward slash best of show. Uh, that's it for links. Damn. I was ready to go with that bit for a couple. Oh, you can also email us at best of show at gmail.com. Uh, email us anything. Just say hi. We'll say hi back uh, on the show. But anywho, Twitter.com forward slash best of show is where we'll drop the information for this diorama contest. So get your, get your creative juices a flowing, if you will. And only creative juices, please. Steve. Steve's making faces. You you really had to do drop that line and then throw it right to me. Steve, like I said, this not working so great right now. <laughs> oh, Anywho, All Steve, right. there has Guess been what? a lot more shenanigans that has happened since we've been gone. Lots of shenanigans. Like that one song um, from Hillary Duff. So we've we've talked about Guilty Gear Strive. We've mm -hmm. talked about Street Fighter. We've talked about DNF Duel. What else is there, some, Steve? Uh, let's go with some KOF. Let's 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 talk about KOF fifteen. Yep. Because there's a, something new coming to that. It's a special update. This was announced during the fighting game developer roundtable, which we're gonna talk a little bit about just after this. Who bitch this is, Steve? It's Omega Rugal. Look at this guy. Get genocide cutter. He's got the Jin laser beam. He's got moves. Oh, you'll see it soon. But he's got moves from all from many of his other appearances in previous games, which I think is a really nice touch. But still, Genocide Cutter is going to become the bane of, of many people's existence mm -hmm. very soon because of this aspect. Boss challenge, baby. Get your move out of here. Everybody's getting genocide cutter. It's the CPU from hell, Steve. I think I think this is such a neat idea. And the fact that it's a brand new mode is even amazinger. Yeah, it, it's always nice to throw in something just for an extra challenge for people who want it. Like, um, like the one I think of immediately is Skullgirls with uh, Marie 300%. Mm-hmm. There's also the the Mortal Kombat towers. Yeah, you know, that that sort of stuff is fun, and it's you coming know, out in 15 days. 14 days, actually. Days Unless you're watching Steve. on YouTube, in which in which case it's 12 days from the date it this was updated or uploaded. One, two, three. Four. Oh, it is 14. You're right. I forgot how to count, Steve. It's okay. Uh, it's okay a lot. But you know who didn't forget how to count? KOF 15, because they're adding some cool stuff. Uh, and I'm a big fan. Uh, oh, the developer roundtable. Let's talk about that for a hot minute. Uh, first, did you guys know that that was hosted by Sega? Sega's a fighting game developer now, for those of you that forgot. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's been a while since yeah. uh, they've been in the mix. They showed a recap of At the At least virtual... it feels like it. Mm -hmm. Steve, it feels like 
the fact that they've been not a fighting game developer before the pandemic started just means they're prehistoric at this point. Uh, but anyway, something cool is, A, they hosted this, which is really neat because I think the last time Bandai Namco hosted it. B, they talked a lot about uh, Virtual Fighter Five, uh, and they did a whole recap on uh, the, the competitions they had for it this year, which was pretty amazing. And a subject that they brought up, Steve, which I was very surprised to hear about is making fighting games free to play. And it was very funny to watch them bring it up because it felt like the rest of the crew that was in there was like, oh, I don't know, maybe not, blah, blah, blah. But they, but Virtual Fighter 5 would not be as, like this re-release of Virtual Fighter 5 would not be as big if they hadn't released it in a free capacity, right? And same thing with a lot of other games. Killer Instinct was the most downloaded Xbox One game for a long, long time. Why? Free. It, you know, if you lower the barrier of entry, you get a whole bunch of people at least willing to give your game a look. Yep. And, you know, that might not be the right model for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not... <sighs> the idea of games as a service, an ongoing product where you with the constant development cycle might not be something that bigger, that smaller developers can or really want to dabble in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's room at the table for that sort of approach for fighting games, I feel. And, you know, especially if you think of something like something like Project L, Mm -hmm. where they have not only experience in that field but when you look at characters i.e the one thing that you need a lot of support for they've got a constant they've got a huge pool to draw from so maybe that approach makes sense for them Mm -hmm. i don't know if it necessarily makes sense for for street fighter 6 it might it might not i don't know if it makes sense for mk12 it might it might not but I like the idea of that at least being a possibility mm-hmm. for some developers that want to go down that path. Yeah, but look, Steve, we we don't even need to go look at case studies because this stuff already exists. For example, what's the biggest esport right now? Um, Tetris ninety nine. No, it is Brawl Stars, which is available on your phone for what? See that says install. You can't see it, but it says install for free. What's the second biggest esport, Steve? Tetris 99. Nope, it's League of Legends. And guess how much that game costs? Free. What's the what's the what's the esports below that? Biggest esports below that. What do you think I'm going to say? Tetris 99. It nope. is top 3. Nope. Steve, it's Fortnite. How much does Fortnite cost? Your soul. Steve, what's the what's the esport the biggest esport below that? Probably not Tetris 99. Dota 2, Steve. And guess how much that game costs? Free. Do you know what the, the newest eSport is, Steve? Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Tetris Links. Guess how much that costs? Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links? It is the hotness right now. Is it? Yep. I, I don't know if that's a bit or not. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. I'm sorry. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. 
Wait, is it Master it. Duel? I forget I what it's know. called. Anywho, just as an the example. Only, the only free. free game I get ads for for some reason is this one mobile game that has invested a lot into advertising on Twitter. What is and they have ads. No, it, it's like this anime card game, but all the ads are like zoom in on the character's feet. It's weird. I have no idea why I'm getting it. That's not my bag, but I don't know. But maybe it's maybe it's popular among the people who follow me. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm casting some suspicious eyes at my follower list. What was the biggest esports that ever came out of Blizzard, Steve? I would have to say, aside from StarCraft Two. <laughs> Tetris Craft 99. Hearthstone, guess how much that costs? Free. Steve, we have a fighting game, or a company that is invested in fighting games that has a very, very, very large eSport out right now. Shadowverse. And Tepin. Let's just put both of them in there. Sorry for the curse. Guess how much both of those games cost combined? Is still a thing? Absolutely. I see it. I see it. I, I, There's still competitions going on. There's still competitions going on for Teppin. Uh, that's Gung Ho. Uh, but yeah, how, guess how much the, the you have to pay to like own the own, own those games, Steve? Combined. Free. Need I, I say I, more? I see your point. I see your point. DOA six got really really big for a while. Guess how much the barrier of entry for that one was? Yours not being able to play Tetris 99. No, it was your core value, Steve. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm really happy I remembered that before I said it was free. But anyway, the good type of free, not the uh, the FGC free. Because FGC free is not great. Uh, it just means you, you're easy to... It's great to watch sometimes. But... Sure. Anyway. Absolutely. Point is, I think there's a very, very direct correlation between the bigger competitive games out there, and the barrier of entry. Need I say more? Ha has this point been proven? <laughs> I would say, counterpoint, what's the most popular video game right now? Or at least the most buzzworthy video game hey, Google, right now. What's the most buzzworthy video game at this very moment? I found these results. I would say it's Elden Ring. And that is not free to play. That's very much not free to play. It's giving me every so, year except 2022. Sure. But Steve, what more is going to happen after Elden Ring, after people get sick of Elden Ring? First of all, I think it's impossible to get sick of Elden Ring, but just for the sake of the argument. There, there will be another game that comes along. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I. all I'm saying is that I don't think it's going to be exclusively free to play, at least for the immediate future, right. that determines success or failure. Right. There is still room at the table for the traditional $60 business model mm -hmm. to be successful. Yeah. As long as you put forward a quality game that's marketed well, I, I feel like there's still success there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, just this weekend is Major 2 for uh, the Call of Duty League. 
And that game costs $60. However, they have the free aspect of it, which is called Warzone, which anybody can download and then play and have a good time. Uh, also, I, I feel like I should put this footnote on the uh, free 99 argument is that most of the esports I mentioned are from the Western perspective because in Korea, in Japan, in China, in uh, the rest of Asia, there are a lot of other games that we w probably will never get to see, but somebody's probably a millionaire because of it and because they're winning uh, the, the esports version of it. So, and all that costs is uh, a couple bucks for you to go to your local internet cafe to play. Anywho, Steve. Uh, wait, I just completely lost my train of thought. Um, I feel like they're like we should take this opportunity to move on to another game sure. that got an update. However, Steve, wait. Are you talking about the one that starts with a K? Uh, no, the one that starts with a P. One that starts with a P? What are you talking about, Steve? Is it this one? First, they wanted me to be just yes. Oh, no. Oh no. This is a thing. <laughs> yes, way. <laughs> oh god. I'm sorry, what did he say? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I listened to that back. Because <laughs> he said, the fire in your heart is going to burn like a habanero. And I thought he said something else. So, look, man. I'm pretty sure that's real. Now, we have to keep in mind, today is the 31st. Mm-hmm. Which means right now, it is April 1st in Japan. So the idea of anything you see over the next 24 to 36 hours, you may want to take with a pinch of salt. But I do believe that this update is legit. That that you are going to get uh, a, a free update with the option to turn on the uh, trailer announcer as your in-game announcer. Which, if you're into that sort of thing, hats off to you. I mean, you good know, for them. Good, good for, for them. You got to lean into it a little bit. Just uh, a little bit, though. You don't want to lean too hard. Look, we live in a world where uh, memes sell, right? Like, just look at multiverses. As soon as they showed Ultra Instinct Shaggy, everybody's ears perked up, right? Uh... Sorry, I was going to say stuff, but I forgot I signed an NDA when I was doing stuff for them. But anyway, not doing stuff for them. I get te network test. Uh, anywho, I'm looking at... So apparently, uh, Fenter Breaker Omnia did have an update yesterday, Steve, on the 30th. And that would be, yeah. 
Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find if they have. Well, anyway, uh, they fixed the matchmaking issue that happened when certain users triggered a Windows error dialog. Uh, hashtag inertia glitch. So, cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of them embracing this shenanigans because I think the world needs uh, a lot more tongue-in-cheek. Granted, this isn't very tongue-in-cheek. It's more like beat you over the head <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with random a, words. With a spicy habanero pepper. <laughs> what? Hold on. I need to listen to <laughs> Not what he said at the end, but this. Are you okay? Yeah, 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 boom, yeah, 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 boom, yeah, Steve. Every time I hear that, I just think it's gonna go into the intro of Crazy Taxi and uh, the offering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I. This was a while back, but there's an arcade here in Austin called the Cidercade, where you pay like five bucks and you can go in, and then there's a cider brewery where you can try ciders that aren't out in the public. Ooh. And they have a they have a crazy taxi machine, Steve. <laughs> I had a if blast. I, dude, that's in Austin? Yeah. If I get down there, we're going. We're going, 100%. 1,000%. I, I am a... We're going... Uh, Twenty-five thousand one hundred percent, Steve. Hell fighting, lots and lots of fighting, but with twenty-five thousand one hundred percent. Twenty-five thousand one hundred percent, Steve. I, I appreciate the precision in that. Yep. Also, Steve, they have a they have an altered beast arcade arcade machine. Did you know that was an arcade game? I did not, and it's amazing. It's very fun. Anywho, we're a fighting game podcast. I guess you can argue altered beast is a well, it's a beat 'em up. Anyway, Steve. Now, I was talking a lot about, uh, earlier, uh, I was talking a lot about anime when we were talking about Guilty Gear, uh, specifically about the voice actor for Testament being in shows like Attack of Titan, uh, and the English, uh, voice actor for being, uh, on the English dub of Jujutsu Kaisen and Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact is a game, but talking about Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan, I've never watched any of those. Steve, have you watched any of those? I watched the opening theme of Attack on Titan. Is that the one that's like, baby, okay, Sorry, I, sh I shook my desk very hard and things almost fell. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've never, I've never seen it. Uh, I think I maybe I've seen the first episode of Attack on Titan. But anyway, Steve, you know what's an anime I'm going to watch? This Netflix series. Netflix anime, baby. Who would have thought? Most, go ahead. The most beloved and respected anime in all the world. Netflix anime. Now, out of everything I thought was going to get announced for Tekken, this was not one of them. This was not. Look, it's Ogre. Why are you here? I, 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 I like that they're throwing the hit sparks in. Mm-hmm. Because why not? Yeah, no, there's a lot of really, really cool stuff in here. Like the fact that Ganryu was the one that was walking Jin over here. Uh... Oh, 
and th and there's you know Hihachi being the father of the year, as always. Of course. Paul, there's Mega Ogre. Leroy Smith is in there. There's King, Tekken. Now, Steve, did you think that we were going to play a Netflix trailer on our show anytime soon? Not that Netflix trailer. Which one did you think? I thought, I thought if anything, you would figure out how to get Drive to Survive on the show. I figured that would be the one. Okay. Uh, well, get ready for next week then. We'll get it on there. Oh no! 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 Uh, no! 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 I've only watched a couple episodes of Driver to Survive this season. Uh, I guess I'm too busy actually watching Formula One. Uh, and I don't mean that as a dig or anything. I just mean that, you know, we just had two races these past couple of weeks. Uh, and the next one's next week, which is in Australia, I believe. Uh, but yeah, and I'm hoping, so I'm saving up a lot of money. I'm hoping to go to uh, Austin again this year uh, to go uh, live the life of luxury. Or as you so eloquently tried to figure out that I wasn't there, even though I was. Uh, I'll to, get to the bottom of it. You need to I'll pick up to on you need to pick up on those breadcrumbs, Steve. It was you were you were almost there. You were in Soy Cuba, but you missed the trolley, Steve. You missed the trolley that they got in the shot. We'll get you there one of these days. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you know what's really really funny about something I just thought of, Steve. What? The trailer for the NF Duel announced something very interesting, Steve. I'm trying to find. Did it? I can't see it right now. Steve? June 28th, Steve. You know when that is, Steve? Uh, that's CEO weekend. It's the Tuesday after CEO weekend, Steve. And do you know what's happening on CEO weekend, Steve? CEO? Yes. And... And on top of that... After CEO. Yeah, it's the Tuesday after, but I think... If it's the Tuesday after in Japan, it's Monday here. So... It's right after CEO. No, yeah. Either way, 28th is Tuesday. Yes. So. Now, Steve, if you recall the last time we were on the show, we figured out a couple of things, uh, which you can all uh, go to the YouTube where you can see the sleuthing segment that we did where we revealed that Guile will be announced at CEO this year. Uh, 100%. Undoubted, un un indubitable proof. Uh, and the other thing is that I completely forgot to mention is, and we have to keep in mind, that this is a thing, but that's the the Darkstalkers collection also comes out on the twenty fourth, so there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out uh, in June. And you thought we were eating good now? <sighs> June's going to be crazy. I, I feel like Combo Breaker and CEO we're going to get crazy announcements because a lot of companies have been wanting to have something like that. Now, Steve, here's the other even crazier thing. E3 got canceled this year. Did you see that today? Yeah, that's, uh, that's something that just dropped a few hours ago, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Do you think that with the lack of E3, 
that we will see something like really, really big, either at Evo or at C or at Combo Breaker? I don't think E3 had an impact on it. I think both, you know, with most fighting games, they've either created their own Pro Tour final or created their own event somehow or teamed up to create uh, an event in the form of the roundtable where they could have that fighting game captive audience. They don't need to rely on E3 or ESA or IGN, who, who is doing a, a summer of gaming this year. Mm-hmm. But we, we've sort of seen a shift uh, towards the decentralization of events like that where Nintendo has their own thing. You know, if, if you want to announce, if they want to announce something, screw it. We'll just do a, a, a Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Sony wants to announce something, hey, we're going to have a state of play. And they get to control all the messaging. They get to control everything that happens there. So I don't think E3's absence will have an appreciable effect on anything in terms of game announcements or anything like that, at least in the fighting game side of things. It's crazy that I, re- I remember when Nintendo announced they weren't going to be at E3 and everybody else was like, ah, Nintendo's dead. And then they just started making their own thing and everybody's like, whoa. Oh, Nintendo's <laughs> not dead. They're definitely not dead. They're oh, they're much. trailblazing like they usually do and making something that makes a lot of sense. Huh. Uh, but I don't know, man. I I think we're going to see something. Like you said, I think we're going to see something at Combo Breaker. I think we might see something at CEO. I think we might see... Well, actually, we, I know we're going to see something at CEO. Uh, we're going to see something at Evo. I, I hope we see something at Evo. Something at Evo. Uh, I would assume that there would be at least one announcement at Evo. That'd be that'd be hilarious if there were absolutely no announcements. Oh, no. It's like, uh, it's like Final Round 2015 all over again. Do you remember that? It was the first event after Street Fighter V came out. Nobody said there was going to be a trailer, but everybody thought there was going to be a trailer. Oh, 2016, you mean. 2016. Did I say 2015? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2016. Everybody thought there was going to be a trailer. Everybody thought there was going to be something. Nobody said there was going to be a trailer. It was just one of those things where like one person mentioned it, and then the echo chamber that is uh, a smaller community just like started like building up this non-existent hype for nothing. <laughs> so, you, you you mean sort of like uh, wrestling fans? with a particular person who may or may not be appearing at WrestleMania this weekend. Which, by the way, WrestleMania is this weekend. I might I might uh, do a watch-along. Probably not. Probably not, but... You know, you know, what's, re- you know what's really funny, Steve? Uh, a friend of mine, I think, got WrestleMania tickets, uh, and they showed me the... Uh, they were like, oh, let's go to WrestleMania, and I'm like, sorry, no money. Uh, and it's in Dallas. That's far away from me four-hour drive i'm not doing that for wrestling i'm sorry i, I like wrestling i'm not like four hours you don't drive like you it, you don't four-hour drive like wrestling. right but you know what's really funny steve uh i looked at the the website for purchasing tickets for wrestlemania and wrestlemania was the second event trending you want to guess what event number one was no what it was the tim the tatman tailgate happening at <laughs> At the uh, at the Dallas Cowboys training facility. If you don't know who Tim DeTatman is, Tim DeTatman is a content creator who used to be on Twitch, now has an exclusive contract over with YouTube. And just to drive the point home, Steve, guess what game they play? And guess how much that game costs? Uh, I'm guessing that 
that they're not playing Tekken 90 or Tekken 99. Tetris, Tetris 99? No, Steve. Or he, Tekken 99. Tekken 99. Dude, I can't wait for Tekken 99. The Battle Royale Tekken? <laughs> 99 people. Dude, 99 people start. Wait, it has to be 100, whereas like 50, 50 matches all at once, and then as soon as it ends, you move on to the next one. Kind of like uh, survival mode where you just beat as many opponents as you can. Whoever whoever steals that idea, I want royalties. There you have it. Um, but anyway, uh, he play. He's mostly a Warzone player. So, and Warzone, which is the Call of Duty Warzone, is free. So, just uh, driving the point home that some of the bigger things that happen out there have a zero uh, entry cost. I mean, I guess you need a computer or a, a PlayStation or an Xbox, but, you know, you get the point. Uh, with all that said, Steve, we have gone four minutes over. Somehow, miraculously, we managed to fit all of this within a thirty or within a one-hour and 30-minute show, uh, even with my brain going crazy. So, uh, first of all, I apologize for my brain going crazy. However, if you're still here, then you're the real one. That includes you watching on YouTube. That includes you listening on your favorite uh, podcast uh, platform, which you can find us at just by searching Best of V Show and uh, also on YouTube and also here on Twitch, whether it's live or through a VOD. So thanks. Steve, it's been a hell of a show. It has. We covered a lot. We have. There's a lot of new stuff out there. There is. And I think it's time for us to call it quits. It is. For the night. For the night. So, with all this said, I. were you raising your hand or were you moving? No, I was just okay. scratching my cheek. Okay, cool. Uh, with all this said, thank you so much for watching another episode of Best of Five. I've been Elon. This has been... Actually, I... I... I feel like me saying I have been Elon is wrong because I still am after the show. Well, it, it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, that joke. I used to do drugs, still do, but I used to too. Mitch Hedberg, another one, rest in peace. But you know, just because you were Elon does not prevent you from being Elon now. Well, I will be a different Elon when the show ends. That's for sure. Just like I am now, at this very moment, a different Elon than when I started the sentence. We're constantly changing. Well, on that one. We're just memory. We're just living in the memories of our future self, Steve. And that's been Best of Five. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. This is I'm Elon. You can follow me at, at ILAN121 on the Twitters. This is and will always be... The main squeeze is the Steve Ace King offsuit. Jurek, you can follow him at Ace King offsuit on the Twitters. The schedule maker is returning because there are things on the horizon for us. Also, Jake just put a Fall Guys emote on our chat, and I'm a fan. I guess I'm going to go play some Fall Guys now. Thanks, everybody. Steve? Just got to say, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Good night, Razor.